the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for the second hour of the Jimmy Sangenberger Show here on News Talk 710-KNUS. Having fun today, celebrating 10 years of the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. We launched September 21st. 2013, I was barely 23 years old, and here we have it, 10 years later, a decade later, we're still alive and well on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show, News Talk 710 KNUS, and one of our great friends of the show, friends of mine, who's been coming on since early on in the program, in fact, we weren't even a full year into the show. When our dear mutual friend, Jeff Crump, brought us together on or about the 4th of July, I think it was the day before, Independence Day, 2014, where we jammed for the first time and talked a bunch of different things, and we've been bringing him on regularly since, especially at New Year's, when we have jam sessions like this one. New Year's Jam 2022, here's just a little little taste for you. Well, get ready, stay ready, so you don't have to ever get ready no more. Oh, freedom, 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 oh, freedom. One of the things that's so wonderful about every time we have Biff Gore, Ambassador of Soul, in studio, this is odd, he's on the phone, is we always do these jams where he literally makes up lyrics on the spot. That's what Biff is doing there. He was on season six of The Voice, got very far. He's a father of seven kids. He's an Air Force veteran. He is not Air Force. Excuse me. Ar- Army, right, Biff? Biff Gore, you there? I'm here. Brother, remind me which, I am apologize, which unit, uh, branch of the military did you serve in? I was in the Army. You were Army. I corrected myself correctly. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and 
But, you know, he's a pastor at Highline Community Church. He is just one of my great friends, one of the dear friends of the program. Biff Gore, Ambassador of Soul, welcome back, brother. Thank you so much for having me, and happy anniversary. Thank you. You know, it is wild to think that you have been on this show since we weren't even done with the first year of the program. Can you believe that? Oh, you know, time flies, man, when you're having fun. How about that little jam? Every year we do our New Year's jam where we just make stuff up. And I'm riffing on the harp as you're riffing on both guitar and lyrics. I don't know how you do it. Well, you know, it's a it's a gift from the Lord, man. And and like you said, when you said what, what branch of the military was am I in? I'm in, I'm still in the military. I'm just in the Lord's army now. And you know, the, he, he just gives me the words, and uh, it's a gift, and I just I just capitalize on it. So it's like your gift of playing that that harmonica, man, that mouth harp. It's a it's a wonderful gift that you get, and you get to use it, man. People are blessed as a result of that. A couple of years ago, do you remember this? Your guitar fell and broke in the studio as we were doing. I think it was our about to come in for our final segment where we were going to do one of those particular jams. And we couldn't do it that way. So here's a taste of something that we improv. <laughs> Jimmy, Biffy, rock it to the beat. Everybody said it was so unique because we freestyling up in here in the 1710 U.S. News Talk Studio. Oh, got it going on. Studio. We got it going on. I said a hip hop, a hip hip, a hip hip, a hip hip hop. You don't stop. I rock it to the bang bang boogie. Up jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to be. I got Biffy G. Jimmy G, and everybody said, look at we, cause we're rocking to the rhythm, and the rhythm is fresh, singing burger, he's the best, yeah, that's what you do when you don't have a guitar anymore, right brother? Oh yeah, man, I'm not, you know, I still have PTSD over that, no, I'm joking, I, I that I just I replay that scene in my mind where that guitar looked like it fell in slow motion. I was like, "No!" <laughs> but we made it happen, didn't we? You always have to make the most of a difficult situation. That was a tiny difficult situation that we were able to easily make the most of. You know, right now, let's get serious for a moment. We, we've okay. had over the course of the ten years that we've done this show. There have been so many trials and tribulations for our country, for our state, for our community, from uh, wars to economic collapse to viruses spreading with oppressive government policies to an education system that seems to be cratering on the brink. We have a, a great moral crisis in so many ways. We have been dealing with... Uh, turmoil over divisions within our society. The list goes on. And from your perspective as a, a man of God, man of faith, and a pastor, how do you counsel 
those who come to you and say, I've dealt with this very difficult personal situation or I don't know what to do in this broken world. Uh, I, I feel like just giving up because so much is happening and I can't manage it. What do you counsel people? What what do you think through in, in your own life as well? Well, you know, um, the world we live in, is it is a fallen world and things are going to get worse and worse and worse. But how do we learn how to navigate through this this uh, this world without um, because it's cratering, right? So you give them the hope of the cross. You give them the hope of Christ. He's the only hope that we have. Um, without him and without his redemptive uh, works, um, every, I mean, we might as well just give up and just um, crawl in a hole and become warmongers, right? But because we have his truth and we have his hope, uh, I point people to that all the time. And not to give up hope and not to lose the faith because— Bible talks about all of the things that are happening now, how men will become lovers of themselves and how they will be selfish and they, people will um, uh, reject their parents and, and, the, and, 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 and reject authority. And, and like you and I have talked about, man, that's the, the, the craziest and probably the, the, the root of all the things that have gone bad in our culture today. It's the rejection of God, his son, Jesus Christ. And it is a um, a rejection of the first the first set of um, uh, sort of um, guardrails he gave us, and that is uh, the rejection of authority through parents, and now through uh, police and um, and other authoritative figures that are over us. And so, when you start losing that in a society, you don't have a you don't have a society anymore. You literally have an oligarchy or uh, an oppressive government that that rules over you. And rules, and this is supposed to be a, a government by the people for the people. Isn't it interesting how you talk about the authorities sort of being dismissed? But in doing that, eventually you lead to much more oppressive systems. It's like we have a breakdown of recognition and authority, which leads to authoritarianism, which is much different from that idea of authority that is trying to maintain law and order and assure, in many cases, moral clarity. Instead, you have an authoritarianism that takes over that dictates to you how to live your life, how you go about doing your business. That's right. And it all began, I think it began, well, it's, it's happened since probably um, the, the, since the Civil, not the Civil War, but the independence um, from um, from Britain, probably a generation after that is when we started seeing the erosion in this country. But I would say in our lifetime, Jimmy, 9-11 um, is probably the biggest step forward towards this, um, this kind of anarchy that we see today. And I think it's because... We wanted we wanted a security over freedom, and so you start you start giving away your rights because you want to be free. You want to be you want to be safe instead of being free. Yeah, I think that's a profound point. Of course, Ben Franklin saying those who would give up essential liberty to purchase a little temporarily temporary safety deserve neither liberty nor safety. And I think that is a sentiment you are echoing there. Biff Gore, ambassador of Seoul, our guest. We've just got a, a few minutes left. And before I go out to the break with another tune that we did, one of your originals, Blues by Sunrise. Mm. Uh, I want to catch up. What, what are you doing now? You got a project. 
project that's coming out, a new album on the way. Catch us up with Biff Gore. Yes, I've been, uh, uh, you know, just dabbing my toe and uh, uh, working with some uh, some some collaborators out of Nashville and a, and a, and a, and an excellent songwriter here by the name of John Bales. Uh, we've been collaborating on about seven different songs, and so that album should be coming out pretty soon. Um, we are just uh, working feverishly to bring it to the public, and um, and they're just songs of hope, man. Um, you know how we're made for worship, and how God speaks through us, and and uh, you know um, how we should have confidence in everything that we do. So these are just great songs that uh, encourage people, encourage people in their faith, uh, and encourage people to just give them hope about um, where we live. We can't we we can't change the government, but we can change ourselves. Have you recorded Blues by Sunrise? Because that should be a bonus track on this album, if not. <laughs> yes, you know I need to. Um, I'll come in and do some harp for you. Man, I, it needs more harp. What are you talking about? It needs more harp and more cowbell. <laughs> exactly. Biff Gore, it has been just such a treat to have you on every year, at least once a year, and to jam out some music and to have some important conversations uh, throughout most of the 10 years of the Jimmy Sangenberger Show, and I'm grateful for our friendship. I am too, man. And I, So here's the million-dollar question I have to ask you. Are we going to do another New Year's Eve party? Always. It's done. On the calendar. Book it. Amen, brother. Well, I'm I'm really looking forward to it, and uh, thank you so much for having me, and uh, congratulations. Thank you. I really appreciate that, and we will be keeping the music going every New Year's on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. So long as we are on these airwaves on 710 KNUS, Biff Gore, Ambassador of Soul, Joining us on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show, we're going to go out to another tune that was live, broadcast live here on the program. A Biff Gore original with Jimmy Sangenberger, a.k.a. Jimmy Jr., Blues by Sunrise. Hell 
for me. Come on, Jimmy, what you got to say? If you're driving around in the car this morning, don't you know you're riding with the king of bumper music? It's the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. Best damn bumper music known to man officially 10 years running here on News Talk 710 KNUS. I love this tune. Cover of John Hyatt's Riding with the King by B.B. King. May he rest in peace. And the king of the blues. And Eric Clapton from their album titled Riding with the King, which was my introduction at like 10 years old to both Eric Clapton and B.B. King. And I've been hooked on this album and their music ever since. I remember my mom calling me in to the family room as the music video, which was on MTV, both when they still played music videos and when they had good music videos. By the way, this on YouTube, Riding with the King music video. And I remember watching and being like, who are these guys? This is awesome. And the rest was history. Welcome back to the Jimmy Sangenberger Show, celebrating 10 years on 710KNUS. We're having a lot of fun. Appreciate the text coming in. A Susie saying, beautiful music today and Biff Gore too. Wonderful. Congratulations. Wow, 10 years, and here's to many, many more. Love hearing you first thing on Saturday mornings. Cheers, Susie. Hey, Susie, I appreciate it. Um, gentlemen from Buffalo Country in Nebraska saying congratulations on your 10 years. I appreciate that indeed. 303-696-1971, our telephone number. Keep the text coming. And the 710KNUS app on your smartphone. We are catching up with a few dear friends of mine and of the program. And one gentleman who has served our state in the state legislature back in the 1970s, who served our nation as ambassador to Bahrain under both Ronald Reagan and George H.W. Bush, whom he affectionately calls the Good Bush, and who was brought back in by George H.W. Bush to help with the diplomatic affairs of the coordinated Arab effort when it came to 
the uh, invasion of Iraq into Kuwait 1990 and the American war to push them out in 1991. Our guest is the wonderful Ambassador Sam Zackham, great friend. Good morning, Ambassador. Welcome back to the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. Good morning, Jimmy, and congratulations on the 10 years and many, many, many happy returns. America, not only Colorado, but uh, America needs leaders like you who love this country and who stand up for freedom and for America's uh, independence and uh, for free enterprise, for all the good things that America represents. You are always so kind, my friend. I appreciate those words, especially coming from you, because I know how much you love this country, how much you cherish liberties that we take for granted. Uh, Of course, when you were young, you immigrated here from Lebanon. And I want to ask you what it is about America that has made you so passionate, such a passionate patriot. Why do you love this country? Why do you want to do what you can and support people who will defend in all its ways, whether militarily or using our talents to help fight the good fight at home, what have you, but to to stand up for our country. What drives your passion for liberty and for America? Well, the beautiful Constitution that the founders founded and wrote in Philadelphia and Uh, that guarantees individual freedom, the right to worship, the right to speak, the right to petition your elected officials, uh, checks and balances in Congress. This is God's country. If there is a perfect nation on the face of this earth, it is the U.S. of A. And God bless this land forever and ever. Very well said, my friend. And former ambassador to Bahrain, Sam Zakam, joining us here on the program. I want to turn to some substance because you have, I will say the, the word mentored, mentored me in my understanding of the Middle East, on how the Middle East is as far as a region of the world, where, for example, with the exception of Israel, um, generally speaking, just Israel, you don't have much for democracies in the Middle East. You have dictatorships. And the question, as you have taught me, is much more about, is that dictatorship, the authoritarian regime, generally advancing or supporting America's interests, or are they antithetical to America's interests? For example, in that latter instance, Iran We have seen this state of affairs play out for decades, but we saw it under former President Donald Trump, who, along with his administration, shepherded in the Abraham Accords, which brought several Arab countries to peace with Israel, normalizing relations that hadn't existed, that had been in such dramatic conflict 
for since the beginning, since Israel was established back in the 1940s. And the Trump administration recognized that we needed to maintain and build up respect among the Gulf Arab countries for a number of reasons, not the least of which is because that was the better way to confront Iran and prevent them from getting nuclear weapons to have a united front against Iran and also to bring about normalization or peace with Israel. Do you think I have summed up some of the key events, because there's context here, properly, correctly? You have summed up the events perfectly, and and you know the region so well yourself. And uh, frankly, uh, I love the way you put it. The Abrahamic uh, Accord uh, brought nation uh, 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 Arab countries in the Gulf and throughout the Middle East to recognize uh, Israel and uh, to stand strongly against uh, Iran's aggressive policies in the region using Hezbollah and other uh, agents uh, to destabilize uh, the region and to um, bring harm to many, many countries, especially Lebanon, uh, Yemen. Uh, they, they encroach on uh, the UAE, especially uh, the island, the offshore islands in the, uh, in the Arabian Gulf, and how they attack oil tankers going out of the Gulf yeah. uh, through the Straits of Hormuz. Hmm. And if I may uh, hear my dear friend Jimmy say that, uh, thank God that President Reagan sent me there, I was able to to uh, bring uh, the, the fifth... U.S. fleet into Bahrain, and had it not been for the U.S. Uh, fleet in Bahrain, Iran would stop the flow of oil from that oil-rich region mm. of the world, uh, and the price of oil would jump way over the $4 that it wow. is now. Wow, that's a profound point. Uh, Ambassador Zach, and we just have a few minutes left, but this week there were a couple of interesting interviews on Fox News with Brett Bayer, including one with the up-and-coming crown prince of Saudi Arabia, Mohammed bin Salman, who is all of 38 years old. So he is a millennial. He is heir to the throne. And he talked about, was asked and talked about the prospects for normalization with Israel because Saudi Arabia has not yet joined the Abraham Accords, but there is the possibility that this could happen. Here is MBS, as he is known, speaking with Brett Bayer about that. Take a listen. What would it take for you to agree to normalize relations with Israel? Well, uh, there is approach from uh, President Biden administration to get to that point. Uh, for us, the Palestinian issue is very important. We need to solve that part. And we have a good negotiation to continue 
Till now, we're going to see where it will go. We hope that it will reach a place that it will uh, ease the life of the Palestinians and uh, get Israel back, uh, as a player in the Middle, uh, Middle East. There were reports that you had suspended talks. No, no, that's, that's not true. Not true. So you think, if you were to characterize it, are you close? Every day we get closer. It seems it's, for the first time, uh, a real one, serious. We're going to see how it goes. He said, every day we get closer, that's Mohammed bin Salman, to normalization with Israel, to establishing relations formally with Israel. How remarkable is that, Ambassador Zakam? This is extremely wonderful, wonderful. The, the relationship that Saudi Arabia uh, leads the Sunnis of the whole Middle East, and most of the uh, Arab Muslims are Sunnis, and they listen to uh, the, the leadership in Saudi Arabia and what they what they say. I am delighted to hear that Israel needs the peace. Israel can help the Arab countries too. Uh, to face the threat from uh, from Iran, especially that Iran may get nuclear weapons. Uh, Saudi will be the, f- the first Arab country to get nuclear weapons too, so to stop the aggressive policies of Iran. So I'm delighted, and I pray the Lord that... Uh, Saudi Arabia and Israel will normalize relations sooner than later. It is, you you know one thing about Saudi Arabia going nuclear if Iran does. That's something that Mohammed bin Salman said in the interview. If Iran gets a nuclear weapon, we will too. That's a scary thought. And you said one other thing that is notable that Saudi Arabia leads the Sunnis of the Middle East. And I don't think, Ambassador, that you would have the Abraham Accords without Saudi Arabia basically signing off and telling the United Arab Emirates and the other countries that signed that agreement with Israel that, uh, you know what, it's okay, go ahead and do it. If Saudi Arabia didn't say, okay, go do it, then they wouldn't have done it. So already Saudi Arabia was brought on board by the Trump administration. Here, 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 here. Frankly, talking to King Hamad of Bahrain and uh, Mohammed uh, bin Zayed uh, in the UAE, they both have so much respect mm. and admiration to the leadership of Mohammed bin Salman, and they listen uh, intently and uh, to to what the Saudi leadership wants done. And you're so right, the Abrahamic uh, Accord could not have been accomplished without the the, uh, support of Saudi Arabia to uh, to those countries. Yes, Uh, absolutely. Unfortunately, we have to leave it there. I'm grateful for your friendship, grateful to have you on and offer insights on the Middle East over the years and um, to to help teach me more about that region. Thank you for joining us on this uh, special occasion.
Well, thank you, and congratulations on 10 years and another 10 or 20 more years to come. God bless you, and thank you for your leadership. Ambassador Sam Zakham joining us here on the Jimmy Sangin Burger Show. Thank you so much again. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with more on the other side. I think we'll have enough time for a fun clip that will put Ken Starr, the late judge, in context in a way that unless you've been an avid listener of the program, you probably haven't heard. 710 KNUS. Keep it here. Gotta love it. My first exposure to harmonica was Blues Traveler and John Popper. When I was, I don't know, six years old, something like that, didn't get me playing harmonica then, really, but uh, I loved it. And this was the first album I also really enjoyed from them, which was Straight On Till Morning, captivated uh, a little Jimmy Sangenberger. Welcome back to the Jimmy Sangenberger Show, News Talk 710KNUS, as we are in a retrospective and reflective mood this morning celebrating 10 years and i want to thank you for being along for the ride for being supportive for listening in we couldn't do it without you and we've had so many great opportunities to talk with tremendous guests over the years and one of those guests was the late ken Starr, who passed away september 13th 2022 almost just over a year ago And I met him at a weekly standard summit in 2017, built a friendship. We had him in studio when I was doing business for breakfast, and I interviewed him on stage at the Western Conservative Summit. And I want to go back to 2020 amidst COVID-19 when he joined me for what was essentially the seventh anniversary show of the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. And since today we're recognizing 10 years, I thought this was the fun clip to share because it shows you the personality of Ken Starr in a way that you couldn't see on cable news and certainly would not have gotten from the liberal media in the 1990s or any uh, adaptations of the Clinton years. Here is a conversation, a little bit, with Judge Ken Starr, both his fun personality is showing and his passion for our country. Judge Ken Starr joins me now here on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. My friend, welcome. Hey, thank you, Jimmy, and may I be among the last to say happy anniversary. In fact, happy double anniversary. You're a very young man, but what a career you've already had, so keep it up. But happy 10th anniversary. I know you've got a 13th anniversary. Didn't you start your show in kindergarten? (laughs) You know, there are tapes of a Jimmy Sangenberger (laughs) show from eighth grade, but nobody's going to ever hear those tapes, I guarantee you. (laughs) <laughs> save them they will go into your library you know <laughs> in about 70 years from now <laughs> they have been saved you know here's a, fu- a funny little anecdote so i remember one summer we would do cross-country trip to drive a to upstate new york on a family vacation we would drive to and from and so i think it was i'm guessing it was the summer between eighth and ninth grade and i remember having my parents play one of those tapes in the car and my dad <laughs> made this comment he said Jimmy, you're saying um and uh too much. <laughs> Good and, for him. And that's stuck with me ever since, and now you don't hear it very often. <laughs> well, you you have such a gift with the mother tongue. You don't need an um or, or uh. <laughs> that's you true. You need no fillers. No. You need no fillers. <laughs> well, and, and, of course, as you know, because you gave me the moniker, Jimmy the Harmonica Man, 
you know that I can not only speak, but I can also use my tongue in playing the harmonica. When you can do that simultaneously, uh, I'm going to be back on your show. But, yeah, and you are a great harmonica player. So, listen, keep it up. Keep up all of your very important uh, activities. Jimmy, you're a very important voice to Common Sense America, right? I so Speaking the truth into and to have your voice as part of the, well, I hate to say it, but there are not enough voices of just old-fashioned American mm. common sense or what uh, we say in my part of the world here in Texas, horse stint, right? <laughs> so, but anyway, you do a great job, and it's an honor to be back on your show. Thank you. Well, I, I so appreciate that. I'm so thankful to be in the sweet land of liberty. Mm. Now we've got to preserve our we've got to preserve our liberties and our First Amendment values. I will always defend the right of people peaceably to assemble, but not to destroy. Yes. To destroy property mm. and, the, and the rest that we've seen in this uh, terrible uh, summer. The summer has just been such a rude awakening for the American people that there are these really evil forces uh, at work. Uh, and obviously, no one, no one can be a friend of justice and treat someone on the basis of the color of his or her skin unfavorably, mm. right? You treat all people with, with dignity, with respect. But guess what? If you have a beef against the police of Minneapolis or of Kenosha, Wisconsin, you express that and you express it loud and clear. But where is the voice of Martin Luther King Jr. who mm. made it very clear, nonviolent? Watch the movie Selma again, that great movie from, you know, 10 years ago or whatever. Selma, award-winning movie. And where's his voice? His voice is in favor of nonviolence, even when up against terrible, terrible violence being wreaked upon him and his fellow citizens just seeking simple justice and, and racial equality. So, end of sermon. Sorry there. You got you got. You asked the wrong question. No, no, I asked the right question to get Judge Ken Starr fired up, which is what we like to hear on the Jimmy Sangenberger show. May he rest in peace. I just, that was the favorite thing when I would interview Ken Starr, was being able to showcase this side of him that you may have never heard until just this moment. Who knows? personable, fun, vibrant, and also passionate about liberty and about basic fundamental principles and the Constitution to which he dedicated his life as a judge, solicitor general, as independent counsel, and so much more. 303-696-1971, our telephone number. You can text it on the 710K and US app on your smartphone. When we come back... The man who got me inspired to talk radio at the age of 12, my Grandpa Walt, will join me exclusively on the Jimmy Sangenberger Show. We're just having fun today. Stay with us. This will be great. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.